My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. This is your host, David J. Harris, Jr. And today I have the pleasure of bringing on a very, very good friend of mine, somebody that uh, I got to know close to three years ago as he shared with me his story of suing Facebook, why he's suing Facebook. He is taking on big tech. He's taking on the giants that are currently slaying all conservative voices. So many of my conservative friends have had their pages their reach diminished, their monetization uh, gone, lost, which if you cut off somebody's ability to re generate revenue and earn a living for themselves, well, you pretty much uh, just uh, hamstrung them and uh, you've silenced them. You've lynched them in, in a way. So uh, Jason Fick is currently suing big tech. He's suing Facebook. He at one point had over 24 million followers. They unpublished several pages that equated to about 14 million followers. And then... Uh, they, they republished those pages for his competitor, yet they republished those pages with all of the exact same content, which is exactly what they told him that they unpublished the pages for was for the content. There's nobody that understands the CDA 230 better that I've heard, and I've heard everybody talk about it. There's nobody that understands it better than Jason Fick, and Jason's going to share with us where his case is at. And the interesting thing, the very exciting thing, is Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas actually just shared something that's very specific to Jason's case. So it looks like the Supreme Court will, hopefully, we're praying and believing that they're going to hear Jason's case. And if they do, friends, it'll change big tech and their ability to censor us, silence us, diminish our reach. It'll change the world, friends, for everyone. Without further ado, my special guest, Jason Fick. Jason, my brother, so glad to have you on with me today, man. How are you doing? Good. How are you, bud? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you. So I've shared what you've done. I've had you on the show several times before. You're suing big tech. You're suing Facebook specifically. They diminished you. They unpublished your pages. And then the rest of your pages, the rest of your 10 plus million followers that you had, they just slowly siphoned those off, diminished the reach to basically put you out of business. You at one point were generating revenue, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month with all of those followers. They killed you, basically. They killed your income. Uh, and yet you still are in this fight. You're in this fight, not just for uh, for uh, recompense from from damages from what they've done to you. But what I know and I love about your heart, Jason, is you're in this fight for the American people, for freedom and for us to have a platform that we can feel confident isn't trying to sway elections and silence voices and push a narrative that only they deem is the right narrative. So uh, I so appreciate your heart and your passion and you being in this fight. Thank you, Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's been a it's been a long fight. I mean, you you know how long this has been, uh, and it was funny because I've gone through probably two and a half, maybe three years of no one understanding exactly what I was doing. I mean, I've been ridiculed. I was told that two thirty is already resolved. You know, they said that um, you know th this law has already been you know figured out, and, th and they can do anything they want. You know, on social media, I was I just thought of it. No. That's not what the law was for. Congress would have never in a million years said, oh, well, you can do whatever you want. And but it's funny because um, and you made mention that something very, very exciting. happened. Now, there was a render of an opinion in the Enigma versus Malwarebytes case. A lot of people didn't even know that it happened. It just happened last week. 
and Justice Clarence Thomas. Now, who will and really, be and really quick, Enigma versus mal- Malware Bites ha- is a case that the Supreme Court just looked at mm-hmm. just Justice Clarence Thomas specifically in that in that ruling on that case, which some thought um, would be a would be a win for big tech censorship to stop. Justice Clarence Thomas specifically actually cited several different key points that that case did not have, but that your case does have. Yes. The, the Enigma case was sort of backwards of my case. Enigma won. They beat 230. They went around around it based on Good Samaritan grounds that you cannot take an action for an, what they called an antitrust animus, meaning if your motivation is not that of a good Samaritan, you can actually be held liable. Well, that changed a whole lot of stuff. Now, the interesting thing about that was is that it went to the Supreme Court, but it wasn't appropriate to fix 230. 230 is much more complicated, and I've gone into yeah, yeah. To details in other cases, so I'm not going to go into the detail of 230 specifically, but I will tell you this. In Clarence Thomas's um, opinion, which is very rare to render an opinion on what's called a um, – uh, a denial of cert, denial of certiari. He rendered this like six page long decision or opinion. And in that opinion, he said that the Supreme Court has never interpreted Section 230. Never. Wow. Meaning this has not been settled law. This is right. a matter of the Ninth Circuit has pretty much been the predominant one that has screwed it up. Two decades of lawyers and, and legal scholars and everybody messed it all up. And the irony is, is that it, it all hinges on one word. And that one word is going to change everything because it distinguishes the difference between a primary publisher and a secondary publisher, which Clarence Thomas himself brought up. That's wow. the distinction that everybody has made a mistake is there are there's a difference between one publisher and another publisher, even though they are both publishers. It's a so little confusing. For, for- for everybody out there that doesn't understand how basically big tech has been getting away with this, you know, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, they can censor, silence, unpublish. They basically have had carte blanche. They can do what they want, how they want, because they hide behind what's called the Communications Decency Act 230, Section 230, that basically treats them um, not as the publisher, not as the person that's responsible for the content. Uh, it treats them like uh, a platform that says, well, they're just monitoring and they can they can take things off. And initially that CDA 230 was put in place to protect the platforms from like child pornography and, you know, Mm -hmm. very nefarious stuff. Yet the big tech has been using CDA 230 to basically say, well, we can do what we want to who we want, when we want, for whatever reason we deem fit. In order for that to change, it's really going to take the Supreme Court to rule on a case like yours, which it's amazing that there's all this talk right now about the CDA. There's all this talk about, you know, the Justice Department is suing Google. There's all this talk about it, that malware bites case, Justice Clarence Thomas to specifically cite in that case that that was not the proper case to fix fix the CDA 230. But then he specifically outlines which kind of case, what kind of case that would be perfect for the Supreme Court of the United States to rule on. And he specifically cited the very same aspects of your case. It could have been my ghostwriter or vice versa. (laughs) Two decades of mistakes. And all of a sudden, one of the justices of the Supreme Court completely redefines Section 230 that identifies exactly what we identified. 
the problems wow. with harmony within the within the site itself, within the function of the entire. We we dismantled two thirty completely down to its its core elements, brought it back together, and I just had a, a justice agree. Now, is it an appropriate case? Yes, it is, and it said it would be in their behest to handle an appropriate case should it come along. You know when it's going to be coming oh, along, Dave? Do you know when I'm going to be filing in the Supreme Court? Yes, probably in the next two yes. weeks. <laughs> the timing for this, the timing for this, and for my audience, you got to know, I've been telling Jason from the beginning that I believe that God is on his side, that God is going to work things out, that he's going to bring things together because God wants justice. He, we have a God of justice, of love, of, of fairness, and it is absolutely unjust what these big tech platforms have been doing to so many of my friends and so many people I don't know, but they're silence in their voices. So for all of this, to be happening right now for the for a Supreme Court justice to literally cite almost line by line exactly what your case lays out and say that that case is the exact type of case that the Supreme Court should look at. I mean, I, I don't know, friend. It's it's got to be. I don't see how once they see your case that they're not going to want to rule on it because they know that CDA 230 needs to be cleaned up. It needs to be uh, interpreted properly and accurately, which will then dismantle big tech's ability to do what they want to who they want whenever they want. Uh, do you want to know how? Actually, that's something we don't necessarily talk about. Was what, what does it resolve? How does it fix it, right? Because people don't quite understand what happens. If we redefine it the way that it was intended, right? The CDA was really only designed to protect one action, and that was to voluntarily restrict access to materials in good faith, right? That was the only thing it really protected. But what it did was it, it created a problem where it might be responsible for all of the content. So they read into it that you cannot be treated as the publisher, meaning you can't be treated as the person who did whatever it was, right? That's the publisher. That's what I was talking about, the primary publisher. However, if you become a publisher, well, then you're you are actually responsible for your own actions. So now what happens is, is that the actions to publish as a secondary publisher, they become liable for them. If they're not to re imagine for a moment, it's not to restrict. Imagine that they're, I don't know, trying to amplify authentic or authoritative sources, for example, or maybe provide more context. Those are publishing actions that are secondary publishing actions, not primary publishing actions and they are not to restrict we've just put a horse collar on everything for them they're not going to be able to develop their own ideas right well see that's they're, what they do whether yeah. whether big tech understands it or not and that's why the justice department just filed a lawsuit against google is because google specifically has been outed as amplifying the the content that right. they want and diminishing the content that they don't want people to see so big tech does it. Facebook does it. Twitter does it. We've seen the videos from Twitter. Uh, engineers talk about shadow banning people. People understand they're aware of being shadow banned. So this, if 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 the Supreme Court of the United States hears your case, Jason, it's going to restrict their ability to do that. Right? It holds them accountable. Right. It means that they can't amplify anymore. They can't amplify because see, there's two actions going on there. If you're amplifying something because you want it heard, meaning. Maybe you want a political position or an ideological position, or maybe it's for your own economic benefit, right? That you amplify advertisers, right? Well, mm -hmm. you can't restrict it for that purpose because that wouldn't be a good Samaritan anymore, would it? Because it's self-indulgent, no. right? So if they're no. doing all of these actions, including the restriction, 
for the wrong motive. See, it's going to be like a three-pronged test. We have to look at their motive. Did they do it as a good guy? Were they a good Samaritan? We know they're not. We know they're not good guys, right? right. We, we know, know these guys, guys are are left leaning, liberal, progressives mm-hmm. that want to dominate and, and control the they world. They damage everyone, and they they do by a large large in part with the mm-hmm. with the platforms that they have. You know, Facebook's worth a half a trillion dollars or somewhere in that mm-hmm. realm, and they're sure. like one out of every six people on the planet that are plugged mm-hmm. into that thing. Uh, they feel like they're God, and they're literally right. playing God with with everybody's lives. Yeah. Uh, I want to jump into. I'm going to jump into exactly. Uh, what will change? How soon you're going to be you're going to be uh, submitting your case to the Supreme Court? What is the likelihood that they will hear the case? Uh, I'll do that in just one second. A quick word from our sponsors, friends. If you like my show, if you want to support me, then you've got to try my products, UncorkedLiving.com. I use all of these products every single day. This uncorked drink juice mix. You just mix this little powder into a bottle of water, shake it up. It's filled with five super fruits all filled with anti-inflammatory, anti-aging, antioxidant benefits, plus an herbal blend to increase mental clarity and focus. It's better for you than coffee, tea. It's actually good for your body, but the mental clarity and focus that you get lasts for four to six to even seven, eight hours, some people say. Uncork the drink. Interlean, this is my go-to. This is a metabolism booster. People say they lose weight without even trying on this. Your metabolism is the rate your body naturally burns stored body fat. You take one of these capsules in the morning with a little bit of food, and it's going to set the tone and pace for your body burning um, body burning calories and, uh, and uh, stored body fat all throughout the day. Uh, then we've got Detox Plus. Detox Plus uh, goes to work to, clen- to cleanse your gallbladder, your liver, and your colon. I take this in the evening every single night. And uh, I wake up and I have a good bowel movement. All of our products are GMO-free, nothing artificial, no sugar. Use the code David at uncorkedliving.com. You're going to love the products. You're going to thank me for trying them, but it's also a way for you to support me and my show as well. All right, let's bring Jason back in here. So, Jason, how soon are you getting ready to present your case to the Supreme Court? What's that process look like and what's the likelihood that they will uh, hear your case? Well, we are in the process right now of actually finalizing um, the certiorari, which is the essentially it's like the Supreme Court appeal um, for those that don't know. So we're probably two weeks out from filing that. Um, We had actually slowed down a little bit because of the Supreme Court um, appointment of uh, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, Right, right. We didn't want to go in there and put petition the court with eight judges because I've got to get four that decide. Well, the interesting part about that is I've got one. I'm pretty yeah. sure Judge, <laughs> Judge Clarence Thomas is on. has got this figured out. I mean, he, he, he nailed it, nailed it. And the, the, the thing that we've known for a long time, and I think you even know, because we talked about this, you know, at length, this is right. Like we're right because it, it's yes. it, the, the point of it is it harmonizes. It works. It works in the intent that it was supposed to be. There's no conflict in the law, everything, but it changes everything because it's going to force all of these companies to act as a good Samaritan. All the days of, of messing people's pages up and taking their incomes and so forth. And, and the, you know, Clarence Thomas even identified, he said, this doesn't mean that you necessarily have won your case. It just means it'll be heard. Like, Right. Even when I get done this, I've been in this for as long as I've been in it for what, four years now I've been working at this. Yeah. I then have to actually start the actual case. Like the actual trial starts after that. I mean, this is going to be well, years. You got to be patient. 
Well, and here's the other here's the other thing, right? Is if they if they agree to hear it, which I'm believing and praying, you know, and everybody needs to believe and pray with us that they decide to hear Jason's case, then you get into discovery. And when you get into discovery, that's when Facebook basically has to open up their books, right? They got to they got to lift up their skirt. They got to say, "Here's exactly what's going on." There's there's forensic engineers that can get in there, look at the algorithms, and we all know what what they're going to find when uh, these you know forensic engineers, computer science engineer people get in there and start yep. looking at what Facebook's been doing. We we absolutely know they're going to find so so yep. much. Facebook may want to settle. They they may just want to settle. What would happen if Facebook just wanted to settle, but it didn't change CD, the CDA two thirty? So I have a theory in my head. Um, you know, it's kind of like looking at, at all the things to sort of lining up. The, the Department of Justice rendered a decision that was very much like our case, very different than everything else out there. Then the Executive Order 13925 brought up the same issue between 230C1 and C2. And I was like, hmm, it was like they had kind of read our stuff. And then Clarence Thomas comes out and he renders an opinion that was basically our entire point. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm. They're aware. I, I There's no way they're not aware of what our case is. I mean, I've been fighting this yeah. for so long. I'm thinking that it's possible, and I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers, that the United States itself is going to weigh in and come in with me, and it will be thick and the United States of America versus Facebook. And the thing is that <laughs> I can even settle out, and the United States will continue forward to basically be an advocate for everyone else in this nation. I just led wow. the way. That's what I'm hoping. That, Not 100 percent sure that, yet, but I'll know in a few weeks. That would be amazing. I mean, for everybody watching right now, I really hope you're getting this. This man right here, Jason Fick, has the power, the potential. His case is solid enough. All of these things have been lining up from the DOJ's lawsuit to the executive order Jason just shared to Judge Justice Clarence Thomas literally citing what's in Jason's case. This man right now, right here, could literally be the person that saves the country, even the world, from the tyranny of big tech getting bigger, becoming bigger bullies, doing what they want to who they want, and driving a narrative that would absolutely destroy our country. That is who you're listening to right now. Uh, Jason, final words, final thoughts. How can we support you? How can we, uh, you know, obviously share this everywhere for everybody that's out there watching or listening, share this. But where can we uh, find you uh, if people want to donate to you? Is there a way people can donate to you? I know you've got massive legal fees and we're with you. We're behind you. We want to support you. How can people connect with you and support you? I think we can uh, put the link up with with this video um, and they can obviously go and, and help me out there because th this is I mean, it uh, it's basically taking everything I can. I mean, I mean, in final words, you know, I, I used to make a lot of money when I was on Facebook and then they took it all from me and I've had to fight this into the ground. And I think you identified it and it is a very strange thing. And I'm, and I'm being a bit more candid now. I never in a million years thought I'd be doing this. Never in a million years. I'm a guy from the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania that just, they did me wrong. They do, they've done all of us wrong. And yeah. I just wasn't willing to take it. I mean, we're losing, we're losing ground on our country. And if we don't stop them, you know, this is bigger than me now. I mean, this is way bigger even than the, the money. This is about 
we've got to stop these people. I mean, three companies basically control 96% of the dissemination of information in the United States. Wow. That's insane. Like, that's way too powerful. And all we're saying here, we're not even saying to change the law because they're talking about repeal. They're talking about change. I'm not even saying change the law. How about you get it right? That's all we got to do is just get it right, and it will actually function correctly. That's all you got to do. We don't want to regulate. We don't want to repeal it. We, We simply want to fix it. Fix the interpretation. Right. So it needs to be interpreted. It needs to be interpreted accurately. Yeah. There needs nobody, to be nobody. rules on how big tech can use it. And mm-hmm. what that will do is it will change their ability to silence who they want, to unpublish who they want. You know, I, I won't mention his name, but a very, very prominent and a very good friend of mine that's got three or four million followers on Facebook. He, he texted me yesterday morning, very distraught. Because he got an alert from Facebook that says your page is at risk of being unpublished. This is coming a month after they uh, demonetized his page. He's got a business on the pay- on, on Facebook. Um, he he generates revenue from you know people supporting his merchandise. Um, and he was very distraught. He's all David. I don't know what to do. Do I do I speak out about this? Do I try to shed light on this, or do I just try to not post anything and hope that they just leave me alone? And I, I shared with him my two cents. What would you say to him? speak out i I think that um i think and and you you can verify this i told you and i and i told a number of people that this was coming did i or did i not predict exactly this i said everybody was going to get hammered coming into this election they say that it's not election tampering well why is it that they all mark zuckerberg just said that they're going to um lighten up on the restrictions after the election well that would imply that they're going heavy on the restrictions right now because they're trying to election tamper. I mean, anybody can see this. So if you're going to sit there, you know, this is very much like um, that statement, you know, they came for, I forget who it was, they came for somebody first and then I said nothing because I was not. That's the whole point is we are, you know, people are fleeing, but when they flee, they have to leave all their friends. You have to speak up. The only way to do this is not to run anymore. The only way to deal with the problems in America is to fight them. And that's just it. We've gotten lazy. Our entire nation, we're just lazy. We don't want to handle it. Not our problem. No. Well, it some wasn't people my problem, but I made it my problem. Some people are just fearful. You know, like he's he's afraid yeah. of losing his entire income that feeds his family. You know, well, welcome to the club. Business on Facebook. Yeah. He's built this business there, spent a lot of hard work, time, and energy. And they're just threatening to take it all away from him for literally no reason. He shared a meme of Joe Biden where he got off the plane. It would look like he was waving to an empty field. He shared a meme and said, what is Joe Biden waving at? And they gave him a fake news strike and said, uh, that's false news. He didn't even say that he was waving at nobody. He just asked who he was waving at. Mm-hmm. This is how they are. This is how they're. This is the kind of stuff they're doing to hide behind uh, the shield that CDA has, the 230, uh, section 230 has given them to basically do what they want and take out whoever they want. And they're targeting conservative voices and it has to stop. Jason, yeah. I appreciate you, my brother, so, so much. We'll put the link up. Uh, make sure that you support Thank this you. brother. He's a good friend of mine. He needs our support. He's got a legal battle ahead of him, but we are believing and praying that the Supreme Court is going to see his case. And if I'm they render, and hopefully the United States will join with Jason in this, because literally Jason is fighting for every single American that is all about uh, mm-hmm. freedom of speech, freedom of religion, uh, the, the opportunity Commerce. to you know grow and develop your business, or whatever you've done on Facebook. Mm-hmm. He's fighting for all of us. 
Yeah. Well, Jason, thank you so, so much, brother. Any, any final words? We will get this done. I'm not quitting. It will happen. Maybe they don't want to help me along the way, but you know what? I'm relentless. I'm going to get this done. Yes. We're going to get it done, brother. We're going to get it done. Jason, thank you so, so much. I'll have you on again in the near future to just see where your case is at and, uh, you know, just get, just get updates. All right. All right. We'll get that filed and get back. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks, Dave. Friends, there you hear it. Literally, Jason and his case has the power to change the country, to change the future of this country as we know it. Please, please support him. The link is up underneath this video. Please support him. I know he's an amazing individual. He does not like asking for anything. I'll ask for him. He needs our support. He needs our financial support. We need him to be able to take this case to the Supreme Court and then and then have the Supreme Court render a decision that will literally put freedom back in social media. So once again, great way to support me is go to uncorkedliving.com. Give these products a try. I know that you're going to love them. I love mine. I use them every day. Use the code David and you'll save 20%. God bless you. Thank you all so, so much for joining me. We'll see you next time. Please share this message all over the place. Bye-bye. My name is David J. Harris Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris Jr. Show.